This podcast is dedicated to the memory of David Faraday, Betty Lou Jensen, Darlene Farron, Cecilia Shepard, and Paul Stein, and to Michael Mejot and Brian Hartnell. This is Zodiac Speaking, a classic gunpoint dance podcast. I'm your host, Chris Garcia. In 1972, the Vallejo Times Herald ran a story that really brought Zodiac actually back to the headlines, even though he'd always been sort of around. But apparently, Bill Baker, who was a sheriff in Santa Barbara County, was digging through, looking at cold cases. And one that he came to was the June 4th, 1963 murders of Roberto Dominguez and Linda Edwards. And this is a interesting case and one that honestly it's it fits Zodiac and it also doesn't fit Zodiac. Linda Edwards was 17. She was living in Lompoc, which is in Santa Barbara County. Uh, I want to say it's like 20 minutes away, maybe? I'm not entirely sure. I haven't been there in decades. Her fiancé was 18-year-old Robert, Robert Dominguez. Roberto is also how I've seen it in other places. June 3rd had been Senior Ditch Day. So like a lot of kids... They went to the beach, in particular, Gaviota Beach. No one knows exactly what happened on that beach, but there's a lot of signs. In the bodies were found 22 caliber bullets. I've seen speculation that people said it was a, uh, it was a rifle round. But 22s from rifles and from non-rifles, from handguns, are very similar. So it's not easily able to tell. But one thing that is certainly true is that even if they are fired from a handgun, they will have distinguishing characteristics. I'm still not sure that they've run those fully. But here's the thing. Running along Highway 101, the beach is fairly... And I don't want to say thoroughly... Uh, hidden, but it's it's a distance. If you're driving down 101, you can see it, kind of. You can't really see the beach area, but you can definitely see the areas that go down to it. So what appears to have happened was they parked and walked down, and it's a fairly long, took a couple hundred feet. They were hanging out, and what the guess is, is that he encountered them, 
and likely held them at gunpoint and likely had them tie themselves up. Now, this is questionable, of course, but there are definitely signs. And the things that I found about this case over the years have been fascinating. At some time between two and, according to, I believe, the police report, the nightfall, there were several different encounters, I guess. Um, 22 caliber bullets, possibly automatically loaded. The area was frequented by surfers, swimmers, and fishermen. Two victims were seen fleeing from the ships. Apparently, he administered the coup de grace. Never seen that in a police report. Uh, from close range. And added shots at both. But then he did something interesting. He dragged them about 30 feet to sort of a lean-to. This is where it gets interesting. So this sort of makeshift shack I've seen it referred to as. He tried to burn it down, and it didn't work, apparently. And ran off. The note that was sent, I believe, to Vallejo was use 22 caliber Winchester Super X rifle bullets. Same type of ammo as used in the Vallejo shooting. Though that was definitely used in a 22 automatic pistol. Lake Herman. They also found a 3-inch rope with several Marlin hitch knots. It's a type of a knot that's commonly used by weavers. Definitely type of rope, that is. Which is an interesting note. But rope is really difficult to suss out. As opposed to subject, there's not a lot of rope that is single-purpose. Mostly it's for things like sailors or mountain climbers. There is almost certainly some fight back between the murderer and particularly uh, Dominguez. Because there was bruising on his face. Now this could have been any number of things. They could have been trying to escape and he fell. It could be any number of possibilities, but... What's interesting is that in the shed, he placed Linda's body on top of Robert's and then cut open her bathing suit with a knife to reveal her breasts. That's an interesting note. This is the only case for that's even associated with Zodiac, that shows any sign of specific sexual idea. Now, there could be other reasons. He could have been slitting it to attempt to get the fabric to use as a wick for something, for example. Could have been doing it to try and uh, remove the clothing so that could use to create the fire more importantly so that he could get the body to actually burn. Could have been just to remove it to make it more difficult to identify the body when it was burned. 
These are all possibilities. No one is sure if he attempted to catch it on fire because there were scorch marks on the tarp that was covering the shack sort of door area. But no one knows. Funny thing is that many shots were used. Whereas Zodiac was pretty stingy, I guess would be a good way to put it. He didn't, with the exception of the extra shots fired in the Fair Maggio murder. was pretty efficient. Here it seems like there were a lot of extras left as bullets and the casings lying around. Yeah, there was spent and unspent ammunition found in the shack. Now what's interesting is that the ammunition boxes They were sold locally at Vandenberg Air Force Base, which is about 10 miles from Long, from Lompoc. That's important. Because they also didn't have price tags, which means they could have been a part of something larger, like a mass sale. That would indicate they had been purchased by a large buyer. Of course, this ties in with the Wingwalker shoes, and of course, Super X was the brand that was used in other killings, which makes the possibility of him being an Air Force man much stronger. Again, bringing up, there's also the Air Force base down south near Riverside. There are lots and lots and lots and lots of questions here. They actually came across a 17-year-old kid from Lompoc who was arrested, actually, due to public intoxication. But in the course of investigating him, they actually found several things that might have tied him to the case. One, that he knew the couple that he had been jealous of, uh, Robert Dominguez, uh, that he had been at uh, Refugio Beach. It's about six miles or so from the crime scene. And that he looked like he had been in a fight. Well, that's something. Particularly if the slicing of the bathing suit had been for sexual purposes and he was interrupted and ran off. It's an interesting possibility. The next day, June 5th, the investigators went to Santa Cruz... And they talked to uh, James Coleman and J.C. Reed about the fatal stabbing of Vernon C. Smith in Lompoc, which happened during a robbery. And while neither were considered a subject, they did implicate a third person, specifically in the murder of Vernon Reed. Which, again, it's two sort of steps from side to side. It's hard to tell who's really connected to what and why. 
they kept looking for Sandy, by the way. This is actually an interesting note. Uh, Santa Barbara said they discovered a vehicle had been stolen by the three youths, Sandy, James, and JC. And they found some clothing that had been owned by Sandy. And in the clothing were tags, one which read William Carr, another one that said Robert Kaufman. Either of these could be his real name, or neither, honestly. Bill Carr is a relatively familiar name, largely because Carr was often used as an alias. And I've actually known several people who in the 60s and 50s used Carr as sort of a, not quite nom de plume, but nom de phantom, I guess. It's difficult because of the location. And it's very difficult because of the timing to tie this. It's so different than any of them. It has the aspects of the first two killings, shootings of people in relatively isolated places. But it has the aspect of the Bates murder, in which there was a struggle. As well as aspects of Lake Herman, the attempted binding. But that's all speculation because we have no knowledge of what happened at the moment. The fact that he moved the bodies, whoever did it, moved the bodies to the shack, that says something. That says that he knew he wanted to get them the hell out of the way. But why? Why was he so worried about them being found where they were found? I mean, no one wants their murder victims to be found, but he had to know someone was going to come across it. Me? I don't think... This is going to be the one that... Anyone... will be able to look at and say for certain this was Zodiac. There are too many markers in too many areas that make it easy to disseminate the what actually happened. But the thing is, we also don't know of the connection between things. Air Force bases, clear. Timing is so disparate that maybe. But what's interesting is shots were heard a couple of miles away. Dahagwas Beach, I believe, or a creek or something like that. On the other side of Gaviota State Beach where someone shot at 11 teenagers who were at a sort of a secluded spot. It was a makeout spot. I've actually been to that spot where that happened. And it's... Mm, now it's less secluded, but it's still... There's a seclusion there, and you could see how before those times it was probably much, much, much more secluded. 
And the big question is, why drag the bodies? That's still, that's a big deal. Something I cannot figure out. Why drag the bodies? Taking a lot of time, leaving a lot of exposure, honestly. The fact that he dragged them to the shack, it could be that the actual act of dragging had actually exposed uh, her breast. It's unlikely. I've seen it saying that it was cut. But maybe, just maybe, it was to satisfy sort of a sexual aspect of this. Potentially. But when they did the experimentation, the examination, the autopsy, it didn't show that there had been. Which makes me think he was interrupted, perhaps. But it really makes me think that, no... Probably not intended to be sexual. This is a fascinating and terribly sad case. But the question is Sandy. And if you look at the drawing that circulates of Sandy, I could see it being Zodiac. Very similar to the drawings, but I could also see... Tens of thousands of young men who had a similar look. All you have to do, I do this all the time, I look at convention pictures by a guy named J.K. Klein from the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Guys who looked like that are a dime a dozen. There is more here in my eyes than Bates, for sure. But I also don't think necessarily that this is a slam dunk. It's somewhere in between. That's what's most annoying about Zodiac is so often you're attempting to fit an oval peg into a circular hole. And it might go through, but it's not actually the one that really fits. <laughs>